हरे कृष्णा डियर डिवोटीज धन्य प्रणाम ऑल ग्लोरी कृष्ण प्रभुपाल गुरु महाराज टुडे वी आर वेरी फॉर्चुनेट टू हैव इसरेज राम केदारी प्रभुजे फ्रॉम मुंबई इंडिया एंड प्रभुजे इज गोइंग टू एनलाइटन अस फ्रॉम श्रीमद् भागवतम कैंटो 6 चैप्टर 4 वर्स नंबर 18 हरे कृष्ण प्रभुजे यू मे टेक ओवर द कॉल यू आर रेडी हरे कृष्णा धन्यवाद प्रणाम जोलगर शुभ्रपाल ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम शरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टप्राएद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी टुडे वी आर रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद् भागवतम सिक्स कैंटो फोर्थ चैप्टर एंड वी आर डिस्कसिंग द हब्स गुखिया प्रेयर्स फ्रॉम द फोर्थ कैंटो वी विल रीड अ फ्यू वर्सेस टुगेदर from verse number 18 all the way till verse number 23 and then uh, chant the nectar i'll read the uh, because uh, all these verses don't have purport that verse number 23 has got a purport so we will read this five six verses and then uh, discuss in the context yata sasarja bhutani daksho duhitr vatsala रेतशा मनसा चन्मा वहित शृणु सुखदेव गोस्वामी कंटिन्ूड प्लीज हियर फ्रॉम मी विद ग्रेट अटेंशन हाउ प्रजापति दक्षा हू वॉज वेरी अफेक्शनेट टू हिज डॉटर्स क्रिएटेड डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ लिविंग एंडिटीज थ्रू हिज सेमन एंड थ्रू हिज माइंड परपोर्ट द वर्ड दुहितुर्वत्सलहा इंडिकेट्स दट ऑल द प्रजाज वेर बॉर्न फ्रॉम दक्षाज डॉटर्स Shri Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur says that apparently Daksha had no son. Text 19. Manasai Vasrajat Purvam Prajapati Imaha Prajam Devasura Manushyadin Nabastalas Jalau Kshaham. With this mind, Prajapati Daksha first created all kinds of demigods, demons, human beings, birds, beasts, aquatics. and so on tam abdam tam abrihitam alokya praja sargam prajapatihi vindya padan upavrajya socharad dushkaram tapaha but when prajapati daksha saw that he was not properly generating all kinds of living entities he approached a mountain near the vindya mountain range and there he executed Difficult austerities. Text twenty-one. Tatraga marshanam nama tirtam paaparam param upasprashyanu savanam tapasato shayat dharim. Near that mountain was a very holy place named Agamarshana. There, Prajapati Daksha executed ritualistic ceremonies. and satisfy the supreme personality of god hari 
by engaging in great austerities to please him. Text 22 Astau Shiddhamsa Guhyena Bhagavantam Madokshajam Tubyam Tat Abhidhashyami Kashyatushyat Yatahari My dear king, I shall fully explain to you the Hamsa Guhya prayers which were offered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead by Daksha and I shall explain how the Lord was pleased with him for those prayers. Purport It is to be understood that the Hamsa Guhya prayers were not composed by Daksha but were existing in the Vedic literature. Text 23 Shri Prajapatai Ruvacha Namah Paraya Vitaha Namah Paraya Vitatanu Bhutahe Gunatraya Bhasha Nimita Bhandave Adrishta Dhamne Gunatatva Buddhibhe Nevrittamanaya Dade Swayambuve Translation Prajapati Daksha said The Supreme Personality of Godhead is transcendental to the illusory energy and the physical categories it produces. He possesses the potency for unfailing knowledge and supreme willpower and he is the controller of the living entities and the illusory energy. The conditioned souls who have accepted this material manifestation as everything cannot see him for he is above the evidence of experimental knowledge. Self-evident and self-sufficient he is not caused by any superior cause. Let me offer my respectful obeisances unto him. Purport by Zivan Graves. Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai. The transcendental position of the Supreme Personality of God is explained herewith. He is not perceivable by the conditioned souls who are accustomed to material vision and cannot understand that the Supreme Personality of Godhead exists in his abode, which is beyond that vision. Even if a materialistic person could count all the atoms in the universe, he would still be unable to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As confirmed in Brahma Samhita, Pantastu Koti Satavatsara Sampragamyo Vayo Ratapimanaso Munipungavanam Sopyastiyat Prabhadachimnya Vichintya Tatve the conditioned souls may try to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead for many billions of years through their mental speculative processes, traveling at the speed of the mind or the wind, but still the absolute truth will remain inconceivable to them because a materialistic person cannot measure the length and breadth of the Supreme Personality of Godhead's unlimited existence. If the absolute truth is beyond measurement, one may ask, how can one realize him? The answer is given here by the words, Vayambuve, one may understand him or not, but nevertheless, he is existing in his own spiritual potency. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakayam Chakshuran Militam Menam Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaham Namaham Vishnupadayam Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta 
स्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चत्यादेशिणे जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासुदी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल प्लीज एक्सेप्ट मैं हमले पेशेंसेस साल गुलश ब्रावपाद एंड एस ऑलवेज दिस इज अ वेरी इम्पोर्टेंट अपॉर्चुनिटी टू प्यूरिफाई आर्सेल्स बाय डिस्कसिंग श्रीमद् बागवतम एंड थैंक्स फॉर कंसीडरिंग मी टू बी एक्सेक्यूटिंग दिस सर्विस even though i am not qualified to speak this subject uh, i still try to do this so that there's some hope for my revival from this animalistic consciousness the daksha that sukadeva goswami is referring here is the same daksha about whom maitreya told vidura in the fourth canto of shrimad bhagavatam but this is his rebirth daksha reborn daksha 2.0 we all had heard about daksha's arrogance and his enviousness towards lord shiva and his superiority complex somehow with the help of both lord brahma as well as that of lord shiva daksha got his punishment and daksha atoned for his mistake and eventually he was given another opportunity because he couldn't comprehend himself in his goat head which was given as a replacement by lord shiva to him because daksha was very proud about this beauty and intelligence so to teach him a lesson lord shiva chopped off his head and eventually to to uh obey the order of the request of um lord brahma or at least to give him some uh, uh, salaise he gave the goat's head to daksha eventually daksha was reborn and uh, he is now going to actually do his duties now as we know shrimad bhagavatam talks about different subject matter primary creation was spoken in second canto of shrimad bhagavatam now secondary creation is being discussed here so prajapati daksha's uh duty originally when lord brahma created him was to create progenies and now that he learnt a lesson from his earlier mistake 
he is now dutifully performing and while performing his duties he is also able to recognize what did not go well and while recognizing what did not go well he also knew what is the corrective action that is supposed to be taken which is he went and meditated performed austerities glorified the supreme lord so that the service that he is executing is happening in a proper manner so we are going to turn this context into some set of uh, through some sets of reflections and as always uh, we will have to see what are all our take home messages instructions for us these wonderful pastimes sukadeva goswami uh yes they they all have made the made it available for us so that we have some room for introspection and try to apply something in our lives so the whole sixth canto which is classified as a um uh, canto where proper says it's prescribed duties for mankind starting from ajamila's pastime uh ending with chitraketu's episode sukadev goswami is very nicely you know weaving a wonderful uh, set of lessons right from ajamila's episode where ajamila ajamila's childhood days how he how he got um, um distracted and eventually how he got blessed the glories of the holy name and now he is going to explain about um, the another aspect of how daksha's duties he is executing based on his realized knowledge so we are going to discuss three sets of reflections in this current context and the first one being what we discussed in verse number 23 as prabhupad explains in the purport of 22 where he says that uh, this hamsa guhya prayers the daksha is offering towards lord shiva is a lot towards the supreme lord is already in the vedic scriptures but he is trying to invoke those prayers by performing severe austerities to attract the supreme lord so in the prayer daksha is uh, you know offering that prayer and the prayers prayer says few significant things so one of the important thing that i want to pick out from that is the conditioned souls who have accepted this material manifestation as everything cannot see him for he is above the evidence of experimental knowledge 
this is part of the prayer we as practitioners need to understand prabhupad gives a superb purport that the lord is swarat and swayambhuve swarat is independent swayambhuve means self existent and self sufficient self reliant and self omniscient there is no other external support system is required for his existence and the superlative aspect of his that only when he wants to reveal himself to us we can see him so my first reflection is two folded one is what action of ours because of which we are not able to see him and number 2 is about how even by we performing all the actions correctly it is the supreme lord's prerogative to appear in front of us or to reveal himself to us so at no point in time we can understand krishna is achieved by our endeavor at the same time prabhupada says our endeavor is vital and primary requirement for attracting krishna's attention towards us so let us discuss, let us discuss the first part of the first reflection what makes us not see him my father used to always say this that anyone who says god is nowhere if you rearrange that word sentences you can actually read it as god is now here hiranyakashipu and pralad episode hiranyakashipu was constantly saying god god is nowhere i am god pralad maharaj is saying god is now here you can't see i can see so this material manifestation as everything if anybody is thinking like that so the contamination a person a sadhaka is uh is covered with that contamination is something that so long as that contamination is cleansed and purified he would never ever be able to come closer to the understanding of spiritual subject matter what is that contamination the contamination is about being self centered and surrounded by six vices kama krodha lobha moha madha mascharya so this contamination our great narottam das takuram in one of his songs in prema bhakti chandrika is very nicely explaining he is explaining how the contamination of a person a person who is so much engrossed in his bodily consciousness so much engrossed in his materialistic association so much engrossed in his own world 
even after him repeatedly hearing the instructions of Srimad Bhagavatam, even after knowing what is correct things, he will not be able to give up and understand. The idea is that because of our attachment towards our bodily consciousness, Prabhupada very nicely explains in fourth canto this point. He says because of our bodily attachment and bodily relationship, a person will be blind to see the reality. So, Narottam Das Thakura in his prayers, he is very nicely mentioning that, my dear Lord, my difficulty is that because of my lust, because of my greed, because of my anger, because of my envy, because of my pride, because of my illusion, I am not able to understand, even after hearing repeatedly, I am not able to understand the science of spirituality because this conditioning is very this conditioning is very intense and very very uh, very deep so he is telling our materialistic life so long as they are self-centered with the help of these six vices will make us not understand the reality at all. That is why we accept reality as illusion and illusion as reality. And he is also suggesting a solution to this in his prayer. Where he says, let me dovetail my lust towards engaging in the association of hearing in the yeah, engaging myself in the hearing of Krishna Katha. Let my anger be dovetailed towards those who are envious of the envious of the devotees. Let my life be more disciplined so that I don't get illusioned. Let my proud of being chanting the holy name of the Lord. Let I let my greed towards associating with devotees for hearing Harikatha gets increased. So he's saying somehow or other I need to peel off these layers of unwanted vices so that I can come out of that self-centeredness. To eventually glorify the Supreme Lord. So my first reflection, first point is that here the prayer says that unless and otherwise somebody realizes this aspect that this material manifestation is not everything which we are all currently you know somehow or other in different capacity victim to. Because we are knowingly, unknowingly associating with such persons 
who believe this material manifestation is everything. So in some minuscule capacity, we are polluted by their association. The second aspect, why we cannot see the Supreme Lord by our experimental endeavor, Rupa Goswami Pad explains, Prabhupada very nicely explains in Upadesha Amrita. It is not that just by chanting 16 rounds and following four regulative principles we can dictate the Lord to appear in front of us. Bhakti is the Lord's prerogative. Only when the Lord wishes to reveal Himself, He will be revealing Himself. So my first reflection put together is of two-foldedness. Number one, we need to get rid of our conditioning by peeling off these vices and we stepping out of our life from being in the center by we being in the center. The second part is to understand that just because we performed a devotional service we can have access to the Supreme Lord. That understanding should be removed. So we need to take a humble state of mind as Prahlad Maharaj, as several other Vaishnava devotees have shown. We need to take a humble stand to surrender, to say that, My dear Lord, Aslishyava padaratam pinashtumam adarshanat marmahatam karotuvam Yata tata va vidata tulipato matprana natastu saeva naparaha. You are not conditioned by any of our requests. You are fully free to do what you want to do. But you will continue to remain, remain our worshipable Lord. Prahlad Maharaj says this to Hiranyakashi uh, Narsingadev. When Narsingadev was offering some boon, to Prahlad Maharaj, Narsingadev said, My dear Prahlad, please accept some boon. I would like to give you something. I am so pleased with you. Prahlad Maharaj in response say, My dear Lord, you are my master unconditionally. You need not prove your master. You need not prove that you are our master. Only by you giving us something. Even if you don't give, you are our master. So, I would like to, you know, summarize my first reflection is that so long as we are self-centered and surrounded by these six vices, we will not be able to see Krishna even if He is right within us, in front of us, besides us. And even by our experiment, even by our, suppose somebody challenges, okay, I will chant 16 rounds and follow four regulative principles for so many years. Let me see the Lord. That's also not possible. All these personalities, they perform austerities in a pleading state, in a humble state, not in a state of dictating that the Lord should come. Because the Lord is Swarat. He is not controlled by anyone. So number one understanding is that somehow or other the materialistic education has changed the pramana of our learning. What is the pramana of learning of Vedic knowledge? Shabda Brahma. But what is this material education, current modern education's pramana of learning? Logical reasoning. 
ಪ್ರತ್ಯಕ್ಷ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ದ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಯಂಗರ್ ಜನರೇಷನ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಅಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ಶಬ್ದ ಹೌ ಮಚ್ ಅವರ್ ಯು ಗಿವ್ ಫಿಲಾಸಫಿಕಲ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವೇದಿಕ್ ರೆಫರೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಇಫ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಲಾಜಿಕಲಿ ಮೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದೆಮ್ they are not able to accept they say maybe prabhupada would have made a mistake maybe some devotee would have made a mistake all sorts of ideologies have come up so hence to get rid of all this uh, you know nuisances to get rid of all this uh, you know new sciences one should understand the underlying philosophy of krishna consciousness which is krishna stu bhagavan swayam and krishna is independent and krishna is omnipotent omniscient and he is completely uh, swayambhave swayambhave prabhasees is existing in his own spiritual potency for us this is a theoretical statement but somehow if we follow the process a day will come where we will be able to not only realize this statement we will also be able to experience this statement that is the power of this process that's our first reflection the second reflection is that you know the prayer says the supreme personality of god it is transcendental to the illusory energy and the physical categories it produces so nowadays there are so many babas there are so many uh, so called self made god self made god men who try to take undue advantage of the ignorance innocence idiotism of the current generation and try to impart some knowledge unfortunately because we do not have time as well as rational to ask right set of questions with the right set of attitude we sway between one extreme to another extreme and completely um, surrender to illusory energy here the prayer says the supreme lord is transcendental to the illusory energy and the physical category it produces so my second reflection is about the dabav the the uh, uh, kind of pressure that is upon the current generation or all of us the effects of kali yuga and kali is constantly working towards derailing us from our krishna consciousness journey so what uh, shastra says is that 12th canto second chapter talks about several evil effects of kali yuga and while describing it says that in the kali yuga people are naturally under the pressure prayena alpayushasabhya kalavasmin yugejana ಮಂದ ಸುಮಂದ ಮತಯೋ ಮಂದ ಬಾಧ್ಯಾಹಿ ಉಪದ್ರತ ವಿ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಲಿಫ್ಟ್ 
we are disturbed we are lazy we are unfortunate we are misguided and this is the nature of kaliyuga and if we are not able to recognize this kali's attack upon ourselves we will still not be able to see the supreme lord because we will be victim of kali's sting operation so how will i know that i am victim proper explains that hundreds and thousands of years the rishis and munis are performing meditation pantastu koti satavatsara sampragamyo vayo ratapi manaso munipungavanam the conditioned souls may try to understand the supreme personality of godhead for many billions of years through their mental speculative processes but still they cannot understand the supreme lord so the illusory nature the mental speculative nature the first is the the first reflection was on the physical level where our mind our understanding our conclusions we need to refine them to even realize that understanding krishna is not some sort of a um, a logical process it is a scientific spiritual process and uh, it has to be earned the second reflection is about the consciousness level and the environmental that we are put in what are kali's effects upon us kali attacks our dharmic quotient kali will not let us stand 16 rounds and follow four regulative principles kali will not allow us to respect elders and shastras kali will make us believe that our conclusions are correct so the idea is that proper explains absolute truth will remain inconceivable because a materialistic person cannot measure the length and breadth of the supreme personality of godhead's unlimited existence so neither by physical endeavor nor by mental or some sort of a speculative endeavor bhakti siddhant sarasvati maharaj writes pantastu koti satavatsara hundreds and thousands of years vayor munipungavanam what are they doing they are sitting on meditation to see the lotus feet the tip of the toe of the lord's lotus feet and after all those endeavors the lord appears in front of them for a fraction of a second but in case of pralad maharaj in case of dhruva maharaj in case of tukaram maharaj in case of several wonderful vaishnava saints the lord is after them so my second reflection is to say that whilst we are supposed to address our internal contamination 
we have to also work on our external surroundings and their influence upon ourselves if at all we have to walk on the right path so if you are not careful about these two aspects of it internal contamination as well as influence of the materialistic world especially kali's effect we will not be able to get get on to with our you know spiritual practices or krishna consciousness practices that brings the last aspect the third aspect of our today's discussion which is about the glories of the supreme lord self evident and self sufficient is not caused by any superior cause let me offer my respectful obeisances unto him cause of all causes ishwara parama krishna satchidananda vigraha anadi radir govinda sarva karana karanam daksha is choosing a very holy place agamarshana i don't know whether places so he is choosing that place performing ritualistic ceremony and performing great austerities and then he is waiting for the lord's mercy <laughs> and being pleased with this action the lord is you know going to bestow that's all this chapter is going to be talking about that so what is happening is that for us to attract the supreme lord's attention because that is the goal of our you know being uh, a practicing devotee is that somehow or other we are drawn towards the lotus feet of the supreme lord they are somehow become his servants somehow become his followers somehow become his uh, you know some go back home back to god and our internal conditioning as well as our external conditioning both are restricting us so the hence the third reflection is about how do we uh, understand how do we elevate ourselves for that i would like to take through a very interesting um uh, description given by sri lakavi karnapur in chaitanya chandrodaya natakam i heard this from his grace madhavananda prabhu so it's a very nice one he is describing about the family line of bhakti he is saying you understand the family lineage of bhakti which will help you to regain fight against this internal contamination as well as the external contamination that we spoke about internal contamination is that you know i am self centered bodily conscious attached towards my assets and resources surrounded by six vices and another aspect of internal contamination is i am somehow thinking that the lord can be understood by my experimental endeavor 
but then these two are not going to help and to add to that complication we have the external surroundings kali's effect nature of this material world are all adding to that so definitely our third reflection is uh, you know to be understood so that we can overcome these effects and eventually we will be able to understand the supreme personality of god so what is the family line of bhakti that is explained by kavi karnapur he says the father of the bhakti line is mercy of the lord bhagavat anugraha and mother is bhagavat jana aashaktihi attachment to the lord's devotees if anyone has got attachment to the lord's devotees along with bhagavat anugraha then two children are born one son one daughter what is the son's name viveka discrimination what is the daughter's name devotion so kavi karnapur says the moment we behave conduct ourselves in such a manner that we are recipient of the lord's mercy bhagavat anugraha ki patra bane so the mercy of the lord in combination with attachment to the lord's devotees together will give rise to two wonderful things within the heart one is discrimination what is the discrimination to classify ignorance reality transcendental truth temporary eternal all those understandings you will be able to get which we are currently lost and the daughter's name is bhakti devotion then he further says when this viveka when the lord's son when the son of the law you know this when viveka discrimination married with matihi thoughtfulness then the discrimination that was born because of the mercy of the lord and the association or attachment to the lord's devotees when this discrimination gets combined with our independent thoughtfulness it gave it gives rise to a daughter by name anasuya which means non enviousness and he further explains third level when anasuya non enviousness gets the association of samabhavam equanimity then two things happen one is purity second is friendship natural purity swabhava and shuddham as two sons and maitreem as friendship this is very wonderful to know that our acharyas have not presented krishna consciousness as some sort of a sentimental understanding our acharyas have presented krishna consciousness as a very wonderful scientific understanding that we can add brick by brick block by block and develop our devotional quotient so it's all triggers with where mercy of the lord 
and attachment to the Lord's devotees. That is why Bhakti Vinod Thakur's all the songs, all his prayerful songs are asking only for these two things. Narutam Das Thakur asks for these two things. Every Vaishnava Acharya asks for these two things. Srila Prabhupada's song when he was, you know, uh, going in Jaladuta, he was asking for these two things. Mercy of the Lord and attachment towards lost devotees. So my third reflection is, for us to understand Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam, for us to behave in a manner where the Lord's attention to, will be turned towards us, we need to work on these quotients. Giving up our internal fight, internal contamination, coming out of the external pressure of Kaliuga by taking shelter of this family tree, family line of bhakti. This three generation of explanation, when we have all of them combined, it's a formidable combination that no evil effects will be able to hound. That is how the great Vaishnava is able to conduct himself even whilst being surrounded by worldliness. When Haridas Thakur had the prostitute come and sit next to her, next to him, Haridas Thakur was not at all agitated. He could simply focus and handle the prostitute very nicely to an extent that he converted her. She eventually became his disciple. So they are able to handle all these agitations, handle all these external internal pressures by taking shelter of these members of the family line of bhakti. I repeat, Bhagavad Anugraha combined with Bhagavad Ashakti, mercy of the Lord, combined with attachment to the Lord devotees, begets two children. One son and one daughter. Son Viveka, discrimination. Daughter Bhakti, devotion. When Viveka married to Matihi, discrimination gets in touch with thoughtfulness. Begets a daughter by name, non-enviousness. Anasuya. When Anasuya got, gets married to equanimity, Samabhavam, they get two sons and one daughter. One is naturalness, which is we are not artificial in our devotional expression and Shuddham. We are pure in our consciousness. And finally, we develop friendship. Friendship both with the devotees as well as the Supreme Lord and we become very kind towards all the living entities. So my third reflection is to say that when we are somehow or other uh, understanding this secret, this subtle aspect of it, which are hidden in the pages of Vaishnavacharya's life, which are hidden in the association of Vaishnava association. This is not generally publicly you know, shared. It's an open secret. Then somehow or other we are getting access to them. We have some hope in eventually rising above these material contaminations. So Prajapati Daksha, when he is in his 2.0 uh, 
when he's in second stint he has got enough sanity to understand that what i'm supposed to do and what i'm not supposed to do and while i'm doing what i'm supposed to do if things don't happen the way i expect as explained in shloka number 20 when prajapati daksha saw that he was not properly generating all kinds of living entities he approached the mountain near vindhya mountain range and there he executed very difficult austerities he didn't blame others he had a sense of accountability he had a sense of you know self responsibility and he because of his past experience because of the blessings that he received from lord shiva from his previous stint he has definitely taken a right course so in our own journey to krishna consciousness it is very wonderful to see how shrimad bhagavatam maps these past time for us to learn some lessons in our journey to krishna consciousness there are certain things that we may not do correctly and when we are somehow or other learning to correct by a correct process the net result is glorious so i would like to summarize our three reflection over here parent daksha has uh, uh, started doing his actual duty for which brahma created him with the blessings uh, he received from uh, brahma and lord shiva from his previous stint he is now doing the secondary creation and in the process of secondary creation he has experienced certain snags and to get rid of it and to perform his duties nicely he is taking shelter of the supreme lord rather than dependent on his uh, strength and intelligence as he did in his previous uh, stint and he is offering hamsa gukhya prayer from the vedas and the prayer in itself is educating us some set of good lessons and so we have three sets of reflections number 1 by material endeavor material contamination one cannot see one cannot have access to spiritual dimension because of we being self centered surrounded by six vices lust greed anger ego envy you know uh, uh, pride and illusion we will not be able to see the reality we will accept reality as illusion and illusion as reality and as narottam das takura prays this six vices has to be shown some proper direction to purify the last should be doubtile to engage in hearing the lord's glories the greed should be greedy towards lord's devotees association being proud to chant the holy name of the lord make sure that our anger is doubtile towards the envious people of the supreme lord and we be very disciplined to avoid being illusioned narottam das takura says may i somehow or other able to chant the holy name of the lord in this frame of mind to counteract the evil effects of these vices and we also discuss that how sometimes we get into some sort of a challenging experimental and dictative mode saying that i have been practicing devotee so i should have received so and so benefits and results it doesn't work like that 
so bhakti is the lord's prerogative and definitely only when the lord wishes to reveal himself one can see him and second reflection is about an external contamination or the illusory nature of this material world anyone who is trying to um, understand the supreme lord by any mental speculative process by any external arrangement by any sorts of uh, um, uh, techniques they will not be able to approach him because the nature of this material world is dukkhalayam asashvatam and we especially kaliyuga has got its own prabhav and kali acts in those manner to kill dharma to kill our four regulatory principles to restrict ourselves not able to chant hare krishna mantra to disrespect the elders and shastras so because of which we will not be able to see the reality so hence these two reflections put together will not let us practice what we are otherwise be intending in practicing hence we need to understand the lord being self sufficient and self uh, uh, omni omniscient and omnipotent and self evident to understand that supreme lord we need to follow a process and which is what uh, we heard as a third reflection where we take shelter of the supreme lord and earn for his mercy and we spoke about the family line of bhakti where mercy of the lord in combination with attachment to the lord's lotus feet gives us discrimination and devotion discrimination combined with thoughtfulness gives us non enviousness and non enviousness combined with equanimity gives us natural purity and friendship with this combination we will be able to conquer the evil effect of kali yuga hare krishna grantra shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shila prabhu pad ki jai there any questions or comments i'll be happy to respond hare krishna prabhu ji namaskaram hare krishna thank you for wonderful class prabhu ji yes prabhu ji please go ahead hare krishna prabhu ji namaskaram all guys to prabhu pad your class is was so nice as usual yeah that we uh, we have been having uh, we have had from you for so long thank you for your kind appreciation and your class was so uh, rich in tattva philosophy that uh, it is so nice and some of the times uh, our philosophy is sometimes weak and we get uh, bewildered in uh, uh, in discrimination and your classes uh, really uh, uh, provide a very nice foundation uh, sometimes due to my uh, very uh, poor level of uh, uh, intelligence sometimes no i'm not able to uh, to Mem- uh, memorize i mean uh, recollect all those things later but uh, anyway please continue to uh, provide uh, this uh, uh spiritual and philosophical foundation to us so that all of our ignorances all our nonsenses are destroyed and <coughs> so many uh, references from the scripture i have two questions uh, thank you for your kind attention uh, as always uh, i have two questions one is uh, daksha 2.0 uh another is uh, Okay. Okay. I mean, first I'll go with that uh, Daksha 2.0. Why? Why is it coming again in the? 
if you had uh, you know followed this uh, sixth canto in one place it is explained the daksha what we read about whom in fourth canto after uh, the entire episode when daksha's head was chopped off by lord shiva and he was given a goat's head and he you know really felt ashamed of his act so eventually he uh, killed himself and he re- he was given the he was given a second chance by brahma to be reborn and this time he started to execute the duties that uh, originally for which brahma created him so this prajapati daksha that is referred over here is uh, the same one uh, but in the uh, new avatar or new form uh, new re- new uh, vigor with new understanding so this is uh, very nicely clarified in the earlier part of sixth canto course thank you very thank you any other i had i remember to know that uh, uh, no not um, uh, uh, <laughs> you were saying about engaging the six vices in lord this and is it possible and that we could in engage the envy part the matsharya part so cannot, very right? nice that, you know you got that point envy is uh rest all the vices can be engaged envy has to be killed because uh, uh lust can be purified greed can be purified anger can be purified illusion can be purified in the sense that the mitigated and greed can be purified but envy is something there is no nothing called as pure form of envy pure form of lust is love pure form of anger is anger for the pleasure of the lord pure form of greed is greed for the service of the lord pure form of pride is being proud as mm-hmm. a servant of god but there's nothing called as pure form of envy so envy has to be completely killed and the way envy is killed is only when we are able to appreciate when we are when we are able to glorify when when we are able to serve in a menial capacity and we can be killed because envy born out of you know uh, are um, trying to compare ourselves or equate ourselves or trying to yearn for those things that otherwise we are not um, you know qualified of so that is why uh, we need to somehow or other uh, the the way by which envy can be killed there are several you know uh, in places in shrimad bhagavatam bhagavad gita this is spoken but one of the important uh, ways is uh, just by appreciating and glorifying vaishnavas and do menial services and that means that envy is the core of the vice i mean i have i've seen some diagram some uh, uh, one layer on top of the other like that the six vices are uh, depicted so in that the i i'm i don't remember whether the code is the nv is it correct uh, yes. Uh, yes nv is the oh. core of all our problems the moment you are able to handle nv just everybody will uh, it's like a backbone of a person If the spinal cord is broken a person cannot uh, you know stand stable so if nv is somehow or other destroyed all of the other vices uh, will find its way to flee thank you any other comments questions reflections mm-hmm.
हरे कृष्णा प्रभु जी मदनाथ प्रणाम टू यू गुरु बात की जय गुरु महाराज की जय थैंक यू सो मच फॉर द वंडरफुल क्लास आई जस्ट मिस द बिगिनिंग बिकॉज आई वाज नॉट देयर प्रभु जी फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल आई वांट टू आस्क हाउ मेनी वर्सेस यू कवर्ड आई फिनिश्ड टिल वर्स नंबर 23 यू रीड 23 राइट या टिल 23 आई फिनिश्ड 23 ओके 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 थैंक यू सो मच प्रभु जी so prabhuji this uh, these prayers na of the uh, i was also reading the thing uh, offered by uh, prajapati the same who was uh, insulted uh, lord shiva uh, hamsa guya prayers right yeah so can you reflect a little bit on it what uh, why is he offering the prayers as such i'm sorry but i was not able to recollect we heard on last friday and i missed the beginning class why are these yeah, yeah. he is go- he is going to do the secondary creation and in the pro- in the doing while doing secondary creation he is facing some you know challenges hmm. and those challenges to counteract he is seeking the blessings of the lord and this hamsa guhya prayers are part of vedic literature he is invoking them and eventually performing some rituals and austerities for the lord to appear in front of him and uh, you know to give him further direction so this is uh, uh, time and again we have seen this in shrimad bhagavatam that whenever a devotee is uh, hitting a road block so they sit on uh, performing uh, severe austerities perform rituals invoke some auspiciousness chant some mantras for the lord to appear and give them further directions either the lord will give directions or the lord will send his dear devotees so that uh, future uh, path is clear so in this case prajapati daksha is doing a secondary creation for which brahma created him and uh, he is asking uh, for the supreme lord's help in the due course of his execution of duties that clear yes prabhu ji yeah thank you and this hamsa guya what is the name uh, is there any refer- uh, reference to the name particular name is given to the prayer it is mentioned in verse number 22 papa okay. writes that this is ex- this were existing in the vedic literature it this is not composed by daksha this was already existing in the vedic literature and that's all uh, you know papa is mentioned oh just the hamsa guya is just the name of the prayer which is existing already okay. yes yeah i was wondering what is the reference to the uh, meaning of that because even in the beginning introduction of this chapter it says uh, the same thing yeah prabhuji like uh, one question is there uh, this is not connected to the class but it's above my head if i can ask you if anybody has any question uh, uh, like so let's see if there any other question from this class uh, otherwise uh, we will uh, you know take jay take a one if anybody else has any thoughts and comments on uh, the current discussion then we'll do that first Okay, go ahead, Mataji. I think there are no other questions. Yeah, like we say, there are so many. Uh, you know how Pralab Maharaj has given this uh, Shavanam, Pirtanam, Padasevanam. These, all these are different uh, angas of devotional service, right? Mm-hmm. So out of them, like uh, you know, chanting is the most important, and hearing is important. That comes in the beginning. Uh huh. 
in today's Kali Yuga, if you are, we are uh, not able to perform all of them, you know, then what is the basic thing that we should perform so, you know, our, uh, uh, so to say, uh, devotional service is accepted by Krishna? Chanting. Because it's Yuga Dharma. Chanting not only just Japa, chanting is Sankirtan. What is Yuga Dharma? Yuga Dharma is the methodology, the process by which you will be able to counteract the evil effect of this Yuga. The evil effect of this Yuga, we have discussed elaborately in this class. The Yuga Dharma is that activity, dharmic activity by which the evil effect of this Yuga will not harm you, which is Harinam Sankirtan. Chanting in the streets, dancing and uh, singing the glories of the Lord. Our Japa is definitely needed as a part of our daily routine. But Harinam Sankirtan is constantly glorifying the Lord and trying to deliver every spirit soul through this Sankirtan mission. So that is uh, anything you do or not do, we should be doing this. Yes, Ramji. So then like other things just fall along, right? And other things just fall along. Other things along or not along, somehow if you if this is done, then the result is achieved. Okay, okay. It's one of the most important yes, That's why like even Radha Maharaj or somebody else, I don't know whether it's him, he said that uh, it's ninety nine percent of our devotional service. Yes. Okay. So thank you so much. Uh, it looks like there are no more further questions. So thanks for engaging me in this service. It's always a